On today's episode of Let's Grow Together, I talk with Mike Anderson. He has his own digital marketing agency and truly has a remarkable story to what gives him gratitude every day. And we dive into that story a little bit today. And we really also talk about the power of social media and what it is really for what it's really meant for and how to succeed using social media, whether it be for you as an entrepreneur or you as a salesperson or whatever that you do and how powerful and, and impactful that social media can be for you. So without further ado, let's dive in. But first, the intro. Welcome to Let's Grow Together. My name is Nick Bonatatibus, motivational speaker and digital marketing strategist. And this podcast is all about helping you grow both in life and business. Let's dive in. All right. Welcome, Mike. Thank you so much for joining me. I am so excited to have you today. It's going to be great. Yeah, man. I appreciate, I appreciate you having me on and I love to be a part of it. So let's do it. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's always great to, um, have a variety of, of different people on this show and, you know, you specifically are kind of more of my first guest that, um, uh, I don't know as well. And I think that that's almost more exciting because, um, it means that I'm going to be uncovering things about you throughout this, you know, session, um, myself while also, you know, getting the listeners involved. And I think exactly. that that is, is always a cool aspect. So real quick, um, just tell us who you are, what you do, who you serve, you know, how, and how you help people. Yeah. So my name is Mike Anderson. I own cover Two marketing, which is a digital marketing agency over here in greater New York city. I'm about 35 minutes from the city. I've spent the past year and a half working with about 200 plus personal brands and businesses, really getting a grip on social media and using it to acquire business instead of just put out great content, right? A lot of us are putting out great content, but we're not acquiring business out of it. So that was my role to really come in here and help personal brands and businesses really take their social media to the next level, grow their profiles, grow their credibility and start to gain some crazy business from it. So it's been a great ride. And, um, you know, I'm a year now self-sufficient with the business, which is awesome. And yeah, it's just been a great process. Awesome. That's so cool. And I know, uh, you have a story that I definitely want to get into, but before we dive into that of more your origin story, um, you know, I'm always pressing on the, the benefits of, of social media and really the, the impact. So, you know, from your experience and, and everything that you've learned, what would you say is kind of like the greatest reason or the, the biggest reason to, to get involved and, and you know, really build that personal brand on social media and online? Well, I think uh, to answer it in two separate ways, I think that vulnerability is really the key in social media. You're able to, to show yourself on a whole nother light and, you know, things that I think a lot of people are able to share things that they don't even feel comfortable really speaking about in our general conversation, but they're able to express it on social media, which is awesome. We see a lot of that nowadays. And I think just being able to be yourself and being able to create, you know, um, attention that just has captured so, so easily on social media. And, you know, additionally to that question where, where we touched on the personal branding, I think personal branding is so important because you take that with you everywhere. You know, when, when you develop a personal brand, no matter who you are, no matter what you do, you'll have that with you forever. 
you know, Snooki will always be Snooki no matter where she goes. And, you know, these other personal brands and businesses, no matter what they do, that personal brand will always stick with them. Sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not. But I think that, you know, establishing a strong personal brand is something that can stick with you forever. And there's, there's no price tag to that. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I, I was building my business brand and personal brand kind of uh, simultaneously for a little bit. And I actually decided to uh, merge the two um, and focus specifically just on my personal brand. Um, one for more so like just time constraints of, you know, when you're trying to manage multiple, uh, you know, social media accounts, but also like the passion and, and, you know, from a personal brand, it's a lot easier to speak from yourself. Um, it's easier to connect with people online when you're being yourself versus being a business. Again, it comes with that vulnerability, like you mentioned, and just transparency where you're like, Hey, I'm a person versus, you know, being an actual, you know, business, you know, and I think, I think it's more likely that people can kind of resonate, you know, with a personal brand versus a business brand. And that's to me what exactly. it's all about. And I, and I agree with that a hundred percent. What we use often when I'm talking to clients is talking about humanizing your brand. And I think that, you know, personal brand, it, it speaks for itself. You're a human, right? And we have an easier time trusting humans than we do robotic processes of a, of a business. You know, we feel more connected to people and that's where personal branding can really take off much faster than a business can. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, it is, it's, and I, I enjoy it more too. I think, you know, it's just, uh, again, it's like the, the being yourself now. Um, when you were first getting started in, you know, social media, what was kind of your experience when you were first, you know, building your brand and, and figuring things out? You know, it's funny. Um, when I was first ever really trying to, you know, I always had a social media account growing up when I was Instagram started to get really popular when I was, I mean, I'm, I'm still young. So it was, I want to say, you know, like freshman year of high school where, where Instagram started to get popular and I just had a regular account. And then, um, I actually started to make music and that was my first dive into creating a personal brand was I made music. I had to brand myself. I had to learn how to do all the marketing that it takes to be an artist. So I spent a lot of time creating like a strong personal brand when it comes to music. I, I always delivered things differently. You know, like when I did music, I wasn't just Mike Anderson. I developed the whole brand around what the artist was and I delivered content that was specific to that brand. And that was really like my first step into, into branding when I was, you know, the later years of high school and the early years after high school where I was diving into that music brand. And then I started to dive into a lot of different things while I was doing that marketing. And I started to fall in love with marketing myself as an artist more than I enjoyed making music. And that's when I started to dive into helping a lot of personal brands and businesses from there, just off of people asking me, you know, how'd you do this? How'd you develop this following? How'd you, how'd you figure out how to do this? So it was almost um, natural to just take that step away. And, you know, I fell out of love with making music and that's what drove me towards marketing. That's awesome. I can definitely re relate to loving marketing. I find it so fascinating. Uh, the different, intricacies of just kind of like figuring out how things work and then also the the teaching part I think is also my favorite it's you know kind of part of 
why I created this podcast was to be able to create another platform that allows me to teach more and, and help more people. Um, and it's, you know, it's cool. Not, not to say that like music in itself doesn't, uh, you know, have a, a, its own impact and its own influence on people. But, you know, I find that through, um, you know, personal brands, you, you have the ability to kind of connect and help people on a more personal level in how you're marketing to, to different people. I agree. A hundred percent. I think that when, when you're an artist, there's almost, um, some sort of disconnect where it's like you treat people as fans instead of as humans. When you're making music, you want to have fans. You don't want to have a following really. It's, it's a weird kind of contradiction, but then when you're doing personal branding and when you're just being yourself, you're so much more open to networking. And especially when it comes to business, you know, networking is so important that it's just so much better to go into that with an, with an open, open hand policy to anybody that comes around. And that's, what's, really takes your personal brand to the next level is engaging with so many different people. Absolutely. Now, in regards to, you know, how you've been able to, to grow, um, both in, you know, your business and in personally, has there been anyone specifically or books or podcasts or influencers of people that, that maybe you follow that help helped you get to where you are today? Yeah, man, I, I dove into a lot of personal development even before I walked into business. You know, I think that's personal development is what ultimately drove me into starting a business was just realizing that we can all do it. And as long as we have a passion that, you know, we're, we're super passionate about and we feel like it can, it can be what, <clears throat> what our career is based off of, we can make it happen. So, you know, I listened to a lot of Gary Vee. That's the, that's the normal answer, I think. But, um, I listened to Andy Frisella was a huge one when I started to really get into personal development. I think that when I first started getting getting into personal development, I was weak in a sense, um, kind of, you know, emotionally and just really like diving at goals the right way. And that's why Andy spoke to me so well was that he kind of, you know, instilled a lot of strength into me just off of his words and off of his stories. And I started to realize you know, that a lot of things in my life are the reason why I'm strong and that should be able to shine through. So, you know, personal development was huge even before I had a business, just getting my mind right and allowing me to realize that, you know, our mind is just so important and spending time developing all these different sides of it is just more important than anything else. Absolutely. Now in your, you know, personal development journey and, and going through what you're doing um, now, you know, this podcast, you know, is again, a lot about the growth of, of, you know, your life and, and certain things that I love to talk about is, is the habits that, that, you know, us as entrepreneurs create and how we use those habits to continue to grow. So are there any specific um, habits or daily practices that you have that you do daily that you find very valuable? Yeah, man, just uh, a strict morning routine is so important. And I think people overlook it so much. You know, I see such a significant difference on days that I'm <clears throat> that I'm not able to do my morning routine or on days that, you know, I miss out on it for whatever reason. My day is just a whole 180 of what it should be. Um, well, you know, just lagging around, it seems. And a morning routine was huge in developing just me 
on a right path to my day, you know, like taking advantage of the time that we have time management. I think having the right morning routine just sets the day for the right pace. And that was just huge. You know, my morning routine is, uh, is a little different than I think some people's, but I think a lot of people just find their way of doing it and find the right way to do it for themselves. And that's just what, what's important. You know, not everybody can wake up super, super early or, or different things. We're all different. But I think if you're able to find the thing that works for you, that's just the most important part of starting your day right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, throughout that, that morning routine, um, I know when, when we had talked on uh, previously, you mentioned something that, because um, I, generally I try to be specific about, you know, the type of people that I have on the podcast, but you said something to me that really resonated with me and it was, okay, that's all I needed to hear. Um, and that was when you talked about gratitude and, and just having that gratitude as part of, you know, your daily routine. Do you have something specific in your daily routine that kind of correlates to the gratitude or is that just like a general thought that you just try and have? You know, I, I practice gratitude on a day-to-day basis, whether it's writing it down or whether it's keeping it in my mind. But, you know, I think certain things that I've been through in my life have just led me to being grateful for all these different situations, no matter what they are, the good and the bad. Um, you know, I spent time when I was, uh, when I was 20 years old, I lost two of my best friends and that's what instilled a lot of gratitude within me. Just being alive, you know, like it's a whole different process when you go through something like that to just take the good with the bad and like all these different situations, no matter what I go through, it's like gratitude is always there. Me just realizing, you know, where I was and where I am now. And I think that if you can keep yourself on that pace and just realize that we're grateful for so much, especially, especially, you know, us in America and the blessings that we have compared to the other parts of the world, we need to just realize that we have so much to be grateful for, even if we're not doing well on that day. There's so many other things that we're just so blessed to have in our lives. So that's a huge part of my day to day and just expressing that in any situation. And I think it's just such a great way to keep yourself grounded and it keeps yourself on track, just realizing, you know, where you are now and where you came from. And that simple fact is enough to be grateful for. Awesome. Yeah. I appreciate you uh, sharing that. And if you're up to it, I'd kind of like to, to dive in a little bit more on, on, on what you were talking about and, and kind of that origin story of you, you know, really having this gratitude and, and, you know, what happened if you're open to sharing that and kind of going in and sharing that with our, with our audience. Yeah, of course. So, um, so, you know, I was 20 years old. Um, I was in, you know, I'm, (laughs) I say 20 years old, like it was a long time ago. It was only, you know, almost four years ago now. Um, but I was 20 years old. I had two very good friends of mine. I was in a whole different mindset at this time. I was not practicing personal development. I was totally lost at 20, you know, like I was, I was in community college trying to figure it out and trying to figure out what my direction would be. And I got caught up in a lot of different things, got caught up in the wrong crowd, and it just ultimately led me in the wrong direction. But to touch on on my good friends, I had two good friends of mine who were going to college at the time. And, you know, I was at community college staying where I lived, and they were about an hour and a half from me. Um, So I often went to trips, you know, when I didn't have class or sometimes, you know, being who I was at the time, I was skipping class to go out and see them. And, um, you know, I spent a lot of time with them spent like two years 
of us just having, you know, the best friendship we could ever have. And um, one night, you know, they went, they drove back at around 1130 at night. And unfortunately, a drunk driver was on the other side of the highway and crossed over and they hit head to head. And um, we lost them on impact. And that was four people in the car of whom I all knew. Um, two of them were, you know, my best friends on a day to day were with them from morning to night on most of my days. And that just, you know, going through something like that just impacts you in a whole nother way. And um, didn't impact me for the better at first. I would say, you know, like at first impact, I did a lot of things that I shouldn't have done. I went in the wrong route, but it ultimately led me to learning some of the biggest lessons I ever learned in my life. And it made me such a strong person to this day. And, you know, moving forward, they're a thought in everything I do. And that's just what pushes me forward on a day-to-day basis and what keeps me grateful for sure. That's amazing. I mean, very sad. And, and thank you for sharing that. And um, I know it's not always easy to, to talk about these types of things, but I find it to be very um, valuable because um, we often do get wrapped up in our day-to-day lives. We get wrapped up into just these minuscule issues, problems, you know, whatever you want to call them that in the grand scheme of things are, are so minuscule in the value and, you know, how amazing and, you know, what a gift it really is to, to be here, you know, every single day. And it's, you know, I have a, a, a similar story and, um, and, you know, and that into, you know, it's, it's something that you don't really want somebody to have to go through, but also appreciate it um, when it happens to you because of, of the gift that it can be. Um, you know, it's, it's challenging at times, but, you know, when we really look at all of the things that is amazing to, to be alive and, and we often, even sometimes when certain things happen, we are brought back to reality. Like, let's say uh, a relative gets sick and then you're, you know, you're really appreciative of all those things. And then let's say the relative gets better. And then all of a sudden you, you know, you move past and you get back into your routine. I think it's so important that, that we make it something that doesn't just go away when something bad happens or, you know, continues to happen, you know, but really focusing and, and using that, um, do you have something that, um, you know, aside from just thinking about it, but, uh, something that maybe reminds you, um, to, to have that value, or is this something that's like super ingrained in you all the time? You know, it's crazy. It's like, I have little reminders of them around, you know, like I have, uh, you know, the cards from like the funerals, I have them on the front of my car. So I see them everywhere I go. Um, I have a chain that hangs from the middle of my car. That's, that's one that my friend gave me. Um, You know, like I have little reminders around me of just like keeping them in my mind. But really, it's just it's so engraved into my brain at this point. It's like, I don't even think about it, you know, like, but when I really think about what I'm grateful for, and why I'm grateful, that's the situation that comes right to my mind as soon as I think about it, you know, and it's, it's not really something that, you know, I don't walk around and say, like, to the six year old girl, that's sad that she doesn't have her doll in her hand. I don't say to her, like, hey, your friends could have passed away. Like, that's not that's not what I do. But you know, this situation is just always on my mind. Um, It's been it's been about, you know, three or four years now. So I'm, I'm at peace with it. And it's and it's just pushed me 
forward to a whole nother level. Um, I've gotten to the point where, you know, I feel like I'm chasing three dreams. I'm not chasing one at this point. And that's, that's been like my whole mission ever since this happened was just realizing it. And, you know, I think that that's kind of what made me hang on to music was that I was music. I was doing music at the time when I was friends with them. And then, um, you know, something just told me that this was the right route to go. And, you know, I visited them uh, close to when I made the decision to walk away from music. And it just felt right when I was visiting them. And when I was talking about it, it just felt like it was the right thing to do. And God, it definitely was. <laughs> it was, it was, it's been a great experience ever since. And it, it really changed my life from that moment on. That's awesome. So how long did you say it's been since you switched, since you gave up music? You said three years? four years you said no so i i actually gave up music um about i want to say about two years ago now okay um so i continuously made music it's it was kind of like a transitional period where um it wasn't like i announced that i stopped making music it was kind of like i was hanging on to that that thread like i might do it again for a long time um and i just wasn't producing and i was kind of in the back end doing the freelancing with the social media work and then that's when I realized I could that I could push that to the front. So throughout the whole thing, I was always doing the social media marketing and I was always that artist. But I made that transition about two years ago to really go full force with this and um, freelanced for about a year then and then went into the, the business a year later. So we've been in business for a year now. That's awesome. And you have um, multiple people working with you as well, right? Yes. Yeah, we have a we have a team down, um, you know, expanding a lot more into 2020. Um, we are actually combining agencies with a good friend of mine. So that's a little announcement. Um, we haven't really talked about it much, but a uh, good friend of mine. We've been working together for a little bit over a year now. And um, we just decided that it was the right thing to do. You know, this this whole solopreneur thing is fun. Um, but, you know, I'm in a place where I would really like to have a little bit more of a collaboration than what I'm doing. So I'm really looking forward to taking on a partner and us working together and, you know, having two sides to work on this. It's, it's hard to kind of combat these, uh, these, these plans and these uh, decisions by yourself, but having a partner is always nice to bounce off of. It was always something that I was scared to walk into, but I feel very comfortable with this and we've worked for a while. So, you know, we're expanding into a lot of different things in 2020, added a ton of different services, added more employees, added more, you know, 1099 employees. And um, yeah, we're just geared up and ready. I can't wait for it. That's awesome, man. First on here, big announcement. Love it. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> that's really exciting. It definitely, um, you know, I can, I can relate to that um, very much. So when you're, when you're by yourself and, um, you know, having somebody that not only is going to be able to bounce ideas off of, but also being able to potentially hold you accountable. And I think that it doesn't necessarily have to be a partner within your business to get that type of accountability um, or somebody to bounce ideas off of. I think that there's a lot of people out there that are, you know, like myself, yourself, where you, when you start to kind of get into this, this entrepreneur space and then you see other people out there that really want to help and support people, it's pretty awesome, um, you know, to see how we can help each other, you, you know, because I mean, that's the big theme of this show. You know, my tagline is like, let's grow together. I'm, I'm big on seeing how people can work together and that there's no competition. You know, it's all about all of us growing and, and especially in a personal growth and personal development standpoint of 
how we can work together to make people do better, be more. And I have certain friends that are in that realm. You know, I still have my friends from high school and college that don't really understand what I think about and go through on a daily basis. And, um, you know, it's always good, you know, even when you and I talked previously to just talk to like-minded people and, you know, how much that can affect, you know, you and what you're doing, you know, do you have, um, other people in your life that, that, you know, kind of have that personal development that, that maybe isn't an influencer that somebody specific, maybe it could be this individual that you're partnering with, or, you know, have you expanded into meeting like other entrepreneurs or do you, are you still on that, um, kind of trying to network and meet more people that are, you know, on this journey? Yeah. So, um, really like when it comes to core people that are around me, I have my girlfriend who, uh, she does multi-level marketing. So she's got the same kind of mindset I do, which is awesome to be able to have her with me and just talk about, you know, what we're both dealing with and, and coach each other through certain situations is huge. And then I have a really good friend of me, friend of mine, uh, Joe Carter, who does home flipping. Um, so he's kind of, you know, same, same mindset and me and him really vibe. And he's been a huge part of the business and just strategy in general, especially when we were first starting out. Um, when I was first starting to get into really establishing my business for real and not just, um, you know, like something that I called a business and, um, he was big in that whole process. And yeah, like I, I love meeting, meeting people. I'm constantly networking on Instagram. So I've met a lot of, a lot of really cool people that have just spread their wisdom with me. And I'm, I'm always open to meeting more. Um, this year I'm really pushing myself to get out there and do things like this, hop on podcasts, um, network with whoever, wherever, uh, I get involved in events and whatnot. I'm looking to do a lot more stuff this, this year. It's almost like last year was, was me really figuring out if I could really do this. And now that I know I can, it's at the point where it's just taking it to the next level. And I think really taking it to the next level comes down to networking, meeting more people, getting in more spaces, getting in more rooms of people that I don't know. So that's huge. It's just pushing myself out of my comfort zone and taking it to the next level. Awesome. Love it. Yeah. Networking, networking, networking. Um, and you mentioned that earlier, uh, in this, in this session as well. Um, and I was talking to my friend about it, uh, actually earlier today. And, you know, I think it's such an important part to, um, and skill set also. Um, and I think that one of the issues that, that people often have when they attend networking events is they, you know, they just go and they try and get business cards or they're like preparing their elevators pitch and to me, that's not what it's about. You know, that's not what networking is about. You know, it's more important, you know, at least I believe it's more important. And I'd love to hear your feedback on, on connecting on a deeper level versus just trying to connect with so many people. And I think somebody who's involved in what you are with, with social media and personal branding, um, I'd love to hear your insight into that of, of how kind of the separation both in networking with focusing on, you know, one person and the one-to-one -one versus the one-to-many uh, and kind of how you strategize to, you know, kind of do both in this, in this realm. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think a huge part of what kind of separates myself from a lot of the digital marketers out there is I, I'm just me. Um, I don't, I don't approach you as, anything other than me. And I'm just trying to talk to you, have a conversation and be myself. 
Um, I think a lot of people that I've come across, especially in, in the digital marketing space, it's almost like you're, you're being in, in, and it's, it's kind of contradicting, but you're almost being over professional to the point where you're not establishing a human connection. You're not, you're not talking like a person anymore. You're talking like a business representative. And I've found so much success in creating relationships, just being myself, you know, like I, if I swear in a conversation, I swear in a conversation. If I, you know, if I say something, you know, a little bit friendly or whatever it is, you know, like a phrase that's not really used in business talk, it is what it is. I'm just being myself and creating relationships. And I think, you know, there's some people that might not work with me for that. And there's a lot of people that will work with me for that. And I think that's kind of my huge push is just being unapologetically me and just connecting with people that one person that's right in front of me. I'm not just walking around saying, Hey, my name is Mike Anderson. Here's my card. Have a good one. It's just about trying to figure out who they are, what they do, what their pain points are, and then trying to figure out how you can solve a problem later. My thing is too many people walk into a conversation trying to solve a problem off of that first conversation when it's, it's so much easier when you create that first conversation, get the contact info, and then you start to develop a little bit of conversation and then it gets so much easier from there. Then it, then it just gets to, Hey man, I think you should do this. And it's just like, all right, sounds good. Send me an invoice. You know, it's, it's so much, it's so much easier than convincing people on the first conversation that you are worth working with. How about let's create a relationship, create a connection, and then you can sell me. That's what I've always been a huge proponent of is just genuinely connecting with people. And then if I feel like I can solve one of their problems, then I try to solve one of their problems. But there's a lot of people I come come in contact with on a day to day basis that I feel like they're doing great things. So I'm not going to sell them if I think that they're doing a great job, you know, and I think that there's a lot of people that create these relationships with a sales first attitude instead of a connection first attitude. And that's the first problem that you have walking into business, you know? Awesome. Love it. Um, there's two things that I would love to touch on. The first thing um, that you said, being unapologetically me is what you said. And I think that is awesome. I could not agree with you more. You know, I feel we live in a world where we're constantly trying to get everyone to like us, you know, in, especially in the social media space. But when you really try and shift, it's like what you said when you're talking with um, other businesses and you just talk the way how you talk and if they don't like it then bye you know you when you try and avoid stepping on people's toes or rubbing people the wrong way when you're just being yourself it ends up you know hurting you in, in the other you know grand scheme of thing too because because now you're just like blah you know if yeah. I, I always say you know it's like if everyone likes you then nobody likes you, you yeah know, to me i think there's a good aspect of that yeah. And you get, you get caught up, you know, like when I first started my business, that's kind of what I was doing was being, you know, the, the, Hey, I'm Mike Anderson. I can do this, this and that. And like not being myself. And I realized that then I would be myself. And all of a sudden that came out of thin air, you know, to the client, they were like, who's this, where did this come from? Um, and it's funny, you know, I have relationships with clients who I work with a realtor in LA and you know, it's funny cause me and him, the first time we ever talked, hopped on the phone, had a conversation. We talked for an hour and a half that day. Uh, you know, what, what was scheduled as a 30 minute call turned into an hour and a half. That's that. I don't mind that at all. 
I'm just connecting with somebody. And then, you know, to this day, it's like he calls me and, and he says, what's going on, bro? Like, how's how's the day going? And that's the type of business relationship you want. You don't want a business relationship that's, you know, hey, Mike, I need you to do this, this and this. You want a, you want a relationship that's like, hey, man, how are you doing? Happy holidays. I hope you enjoyed your holidays, stuff like that. And that's where I feel like there's just so much value in just being yourself. And that's why I'm really taking the step out of my shell to like really share my story this year and be upfront about the things that that I've been through and the things that I've put myself through at the end of the day. And, um, you know, if that drives some people away from me, it drives some people away from me. But at the end of the day, I'm more worried about being me learning, like inspiring people who have been through the same thing to do things that I've done. So I think it's just huge and being yourself. That's awesome. Yeah. And, 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 you know, you touched on it again too. And it was the second point that I that I wanted to touch on was just, um, you know, the relationship building that, that goes on and, and understanding that that's what it is. You know, that's the part, you know, that's what gets business. That's what creates relationships. Cause at the end of the day, it's all about relationships. You know, I always say when, when people, when I'm promoting kind of social media, it's like social media is about building relationships. That is above all the purpose and it's so amazing because the world that we live in now allows us to connect with so many people i mean you and i would not be having this conversation if not for social media you know it's a fascinating thing for the way that i met ben and how i was able to connect with him and we talk about that on on the the episode I did with him, and then here it is. Now you see that you know I was doing it with him, and then you reach out to me, and it's just and then boom, now here we are talking. You and I talked on the phone for an hour, and I, you know, we tried to cut it off because it was like, well, we're, we'll talk for another hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wanted exactly. to save save some stuff for the show, and it's it's such a fascinating. Um, concept and people who aren't leveraging the power of social media are missing out because I feel they think that it's about time and it's about, Oh, well, you know, I don't know how to do this. or I don't have the time for this and not realizing it, that the core foundation is about building relationships. And that is a beautiful thing, no matter what business you're in. Yeah, a hundred percent. And you know, like, it's it's funny that you say that because I was thinking about this earlier today because it's there's so many people that I you know I'm I'm contacting people on all day honestly and you know I have I come in contact with so many people that it's like that are unopened to connecting um, and you know like as soon as as soon as I feel that kind of energy I just I don't even I don't even answer I moved on to the next person because it's just interesting to me that people are on social media and aren't being social. You know, what's the point? Um, and I've, I come into these content, like I, I'll reach out to somebody who I genuinely enjoy their content. And usually if I reach out to you, it's because I enjoy your content. It's not because I'm trying to make a sale. Um, and I reach out to him. I say, you know, let's connect. I love your content and, you know, just reads it and like, doesn't respond or just likes it or, or just says something that, um, that is kind of like standoffish. And it's like, you know, talk to people and build connections. That's how you're going to expand your business. And if you're not interested in, if you feel like you're about to be sold, then leave it for when they try and sell you. You know, that's, it's an important thing on social media to, to be social and to talk to people and, 
if they approach you, if they comment on your photo, comment back. If they are showing love, show love back. That's how it's supposed to work. And that's how the world's supposed to work. So um, I think it's just huge to, to give back what you get. Yeah, not to mention like you know the algorithms you know favor that. So the more exactly. <laughs> you know exactly. they, they like the, the engagement, and there are people, a lot of people that just follow you know and don't actually get engaged. And I'm always trying to encourage people get engaged, get engaged. Um, and it's so interesting that you commented on like the the direct messaging aspect because you know I'm often getting people that reach out, um, but it all depends on how you're reaching out, you know. And it's like yeah. it's like you said where where you mentioned well you know, talk to them first, let them, and you said it from the opposite perspective. Like if someone's coming up to you, you know, let, let them talk to you before they give you the sales pitch. Although so many people are like sales pitch first thing. Yeah. And I know for me, I never will answer those. If someone's just like, Hey, I do this, this, and this. And, and you know, I'm like, all right, well, you know, great. And you know, exactly. Hang <laughs> yeah. on. You know? yeah. But if you actually have a genuine connection, I think the big thing to take from this too um, is kind of keeping an open mind because I know there was somebody that, um, you know, he posted something in a group and then I replied and he reached out and then me and him were talking and he said something to me that was very direct on how I was doing my business and I got super defensive and I didn't like it at all the way that he commented um, and I was like, first up, I like put up the roadblock and was like, pump the brakes. I don't want to talk to this guy. And then I, I, I took a pause. I, I stepped back and I was like, you know what? I'm going to keep an open mind. I'm going to like hear what he has to say. And, you know, we ended up talking back and forth much more. And he was very, um, you know, he wasn't trying to sell me something he wanted. Well, he you know, he was, but the, the first, <laughs> yeah. the first part was he was really interested in learning more about my business. He just kept asking about my business. He was asking me questions. He was offering me valuable feedback, you know, and then eventually it led to, Hey, let's jump on a call. Um, you know, and we talked on a call and you know, he did a, you know, a sales pitch, but again, that's the goal is like, you want to be able to get to that level where you have that phone call and, exactly. and, and yeah. And in this situation, it started with the building relationships where almost not that I felt guilty, but it was like, all right, well, I feel like we've already had a conversation. He's making a good effort. I'm going to keep an open mind and I'm going to have a conversation with him, you know, and I still have his contact information. I'm, I'm going to bet you that me and him follow up and continue a relationship. And, you know, we're connected on social media. So I'm going to support him regardless. So even though I didn't necessarily go forward with, you know, what he was offering, you know, we were able to, to make a connection, not to mention he lives in Australia. Like, you know, it's an yeah. amazing world that we live in to be yeah. able to continue to connect with people. Exactly. And I think that, um, that's a hundred percent right. Is that, I mean, ultimately you're going to get that, you're going to try and make that call, you know, that's what you're pushing most of these conversations towards. But I think that if you if you go first with the intention in mind to just learn about somebody, then you realize if they even want the sales pitch or not, you know, and I think that that's where you have to find the value is contacting people and trying to figure out if there's a problem that you can even solve. I think that too many people I was actually talking on a phone call today with um, a client about this, that too many people are approaching people with prepackaged items and prepackaged, you know, packages of, of their services. And it's kind of like, this is what you should be doing instead of looking at what they're currently doing and trying to tweak it 
and trying to find the right way to deliver that content or deliver their strategy, a lot of people are just going in like, hey, this is what you should be doing. This is the package that we have and this is what you need. Instead of figuring out like, this is what they actually need. Their website's pretty, pretty good, so I think we should just do this. Or their, their social media is really good, but their website kind of stinks. So let's, let's, let's shapen up the website. You know, doing audits of these kinds of things are important. Don't just approach people with a prepackaged cookie cutter package that you're just gonna hand to a client and say, this is what you should be doing. And that's how you get credibility, is showing a business or a client that you've actually looked into what they're doing and you can provide a solution to their problem. Absolutely. And it just adds on to the fact of, of getting to know them and asking questions and building that relationship because exactly. if you're just like, Hey, I can help you with this, this, and this. And it's like, well, I don't need any of that. And, and maybe they don't know that they need it, you know? And mm -hmm. so, you know, what their problem is, if you're like, Hey, I do video marketing. They're like, well, I don't need video. And then, you know, they, their problem is that they're having trouble growing their audience or um, connecting with more people or creating an authority. And it's like, well, video actually does help solve that problem. So they didn't realize that that can help. And so it's so important to, to really just connect and, you know, inquire and ask questions about who these people are. And, I, and it goes back to what, what we were talking about with networking and, you know, just actually asking questions about what people do and, you know, I think one of the biggest things, and, and this is what my, my friend Bill, when I was talking to him earlier, when it comes to networking is, you know, focusing on, hey, how can I help you? And that goes with what you were saying too, is like, how can I solve a problem? What are your problems and how can I help you? And if you can't, then it's like, all right, well, this was a great conversation, you know, take care. And there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. But it's all mm -hmm. about that, how you start and, you know, create that conversation. Yeah, I agree 100%. I think that the way that you approach a person is ultimately what you're going to get out of that relationship. So if you're going to approach them on a sales, sales strategy, you're going to get a standoffish response. And you should expect a standoffish response. If you're just going to message somebody and say, hey, my name is Joe Schmo and I can grow your account to 100,000 followers tomorrow, <laughs> you're, you're probably not going to get a response. So. Yeah. I um, actually do a huge, huge thing with that now. I'm actually looking at starting to release it soon. Um, we just put together a little bit of a ebook on uh, a free ebook that we're just going to have and just anybody can download it. But it's really about prospecting and finding the right ways to approach people on Instagram. Um, it's going to be called uh, making real organic connections on Instagram and not just following people to follow people. But a lot of it is is about the correct way to approach somebody on Instagram, the right way to connect, how to find these people, how you should portray yourself on Instagram if you're looking to connect on a, some sort of way. And, you know, we found a lot of success with voice messages. We found a lot of success with videos when we're interacting with people because it shows a whole nother side of yourself than just text, you know, like text is text. But if you're able to send a voice, it really personifies who you are. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's a, a huge um, message. One thing I talk about is is sending people direct video messages um, and how powerful that can be, not just in business, but also in life. I send video messages for people's birthdays all the time. And, yep. you know, it's, it's very personable. And people are like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you took the time to send me this video, to record this video and send this personal message. And 
I think often, you know, in this space, we, we forget how we want to be treated and treat people differently than, you know, at the end of the day, we want someone to connect with us. You know, if, if you're trying to reach out on someone with social media, actually look at their content and respond so specifically that you know that it's not a bot, it's not a fake person, that they're actually inquiring about what it is that you do. Um, exactly. You know, and so many people are just trying to, you know, cookie cutter and don't realize that the one-to-one -one is still one of the most powerful things that you can do. Exactly, and I understand the, um, the urgency because I think that, you know, a lot of people out there, you have this business that you believe in and you just want to share the message and you want to just, you know, blabbermouth everything about your company to people. But I think when you take the longer approach and you realize that, you know, there might be four conversations until you sell this person on what you're trying to sell them, then you just got to go with it because that long-term relationship is going to be so much more valuable. Like I've found these relationships to be you know, they feed your pocket on a, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, whatever it is, because they trust you and they believe you. And that's something that I tell everybody that gets involved with us with sales or anything like that. If you can't get somebody to trust you, you're not going to find success in, in business because trust is everything in business. And I don't work with anybody that I don't trust. Um, and I don't expect anybody else to work with me if they don't, don't trust me. Um, so developing that trust is just huge. Absolutely. Mike, this was so awesome. I feel like there was so much um, powerful insight, um, not just in, you know, with what your story and, and, you know, how powerful that message is, but also from the business standpoint of, of how you're marketing your business and, and how you're creating these relationships. I think it was so powerful. So um, I want to know what is the best way for somebody to reach out with you, connect with you? Is that free book ebook available? Where can someone find that? Let, let everyone know. So you can find me at Mike J Anderson on Instagram. That's the best way to contact me. I have a lot of different things releasing in, in the next couple of days. The ebook is not released right now. Uh, it should be within a week. So I'm not sure when this will be actually published, but we'll see um, on the time span, but you know, probably looking towards the first week of January, 2020, it'll be up and running and yeah, we're just, just reach out to me on Instagram. I'm fully open to connecting with anybody. We're going to start doing a community soon, a text community um, where we'll be sending out a lot of mass motivation, mass mindset texts, um, and really just connecting with people on, on a person to person basis. We want to create this huge community that you know, at one click, we can send a message out to people and lighten up their days. So really looking forward to it. A lot of different things in 2020, but definitely follow me at Mike J Anderson to get access to anything I do. Awesome. Fantastic. Um, do you have any uh, closing comments or anything that, that you want to add with anything that we talked about or anything we didn't? Yeah, I mean, just as you said that one little thing popped into my mind, I just think, you know, whoever you are, whatever you're doing out there, make sure that you love what you're doing. And that's what you're pursuing. At the end of the day, if you're not doing what you love, you're not doing. So find out what you love, find out how to monetize it and just run with it until you can't run no more. And, you know, you'll be you'll be up there with the greats someday. Awesome. Love it. Thank you so much, Mike. Everyone else, take care. And remember, let's keep growing together. Wait, wait, one more thing. I would first like to say thank you. Thank you for listening. And if you enjoyed this message, 
please take a moment to write a review. By writing a review, it helps people find this message and helps me help more people. And if you really, really liked it and you think this message could help someone else, take a screenshot, share it on Instagram, and please tag me at Nick J. Bonnie, N-I-C-K-J-B-O-N-I, so I can show my appreciation for you. We can all win by helping each other grow. Thank you. Take care, and I'll talk to you soon.